guys. This is Jamie. And Yesenia. And we are back again this week. Um, we are going to talk about a few different things. Um, but as usual, we have a funny story because that's our life. <laughs> Which funny story are we going to tell, Jamie? Well, so this week I was asked by someone, hey, what's your love language? Oh, yes. And I was like, I have no idea. So I said to Peyton, my 15-year-old, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, P, I think maybe my love language is acts of service. Hmm. And without missing a beat, my kid looked at me and she goes, no, it absolutely is not. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Why? what? Why? Why? And she goes, "Um, I do stuff for you all the time and you hate it. <laughs> I go, no, Peyton, I love when you do stuff for me. She goes, no, you don't. I'll be doing the dishes and you're like, why are you doing it that way? <laughs> I'll just do it myself. Mom, what's the matter where? Right. And I'm like, oh, well. Oh, hmm. Okay. I was like, okay, well, maybe it's um, affirmation. She okay. goes, actually, no, it is not, Mom. <laughs> Why? She goes, if someone acts like they like you too much, you're like, oh, my God, that bugs me. They like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> if someone is too nice to me, I literally am like, they're liars. So. You liar. I, I sat there, though. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my kid thinks I have zero love language. Mm-hmm. So I'm That's like, sad. so I go, so Peyton, I have no love language. She goes, I don't think so. <laughs> Doesn't exist, mom. I'm like, so you think I'm mean? She goes, no, I think you're great, but you also are one of the rudest people that I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my good. She loves you though. She does. And she's extremely loyal. Yes. And honest though. <laughs> You know, so it kind of made me reflect a little bit. But it leads us into today, you guys. Yes. Um, so, Yesenia, do you know what your love language is? Because I really don't know mine. I don't know. You don't know what yours is. No. I don't think I've ever known. Hmm. I didn't even know there really was a love language. You know, I feel like it's different between you and kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like, me and my kids, I feel like when you're in a relationship, it's different. I feel like, what did you, what did you like to do or receive when you're in a relationship? Like, that's really what, that's where I think I have no love language. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, me. Okay. Yeah, let's go back to you. (laughs) Let's think on that. Okay. Um, okay, so me, I love to do acts of service. I love to do things for the people I love. I love to be there for the people right, I love. Right. And I love acts of service back. Oh, you do? I like to receive that as well. And I think that's pretty much it. Can there be more than one love language? See, I don't... Yeah. yeah. Okay, see, I don't think I get it. That's... Oh, yeah. You can have um, acts of service. Okay. That you could have... Words of affirmation. Okay. Which we already talked about. We There's also gifts. Like if you like to receive or give gifts. I do like to give. Giver. I do love to give gifts. Yes. Like That's meaningful definitely. ones. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it doesn't even have to be expensive. Like. Yeah. See, you're, you're, um, you're a gift giver. Okay. Do you like to receive gifts? Um. Or is it like, eh. Well, no, I do. You do? For people that know me. Okay. Yeah. It has to be like the people that really know you. And then, yes, definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
Um, cause it's so thoughtful. Right. It's the thoughtfulness that comes with it. Okay. You give that when you give a gift. I do. Like I try, I put yes. thought into a gift. I don't want to buy someone something just to buy it. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. That well, I didn't okay. realize that was a love language. That's a love language. And there's some other ones too. Okay. So I don't think it's the same with our kids though, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because, because it's a different kind of love that I have with my right. daughters and my son. It's just, right. It's just different. Well, Peyton says I don't have one. So um, I was like, wow, I'm that. scoring super high as a mother. So so, you're act, so you give gifts and you like to receive gifts. And I, that do, are that, I do that for my kids too. Like, you do? Okay. Same. And honestly, yeah. So I make special things like... Um, even like Valentine's Day, they are my Valentine's. Oh, that's really and sweet. And all three of them, I don't care how old they are, they get something special. For Valentine's Day. Yes. That's amazing. Um, and I have done that since they were babies. Oh, that's sweet. So maybe that is my love language. Because mm-hmm. I know I can be rude. Well, if you know me, <laughs> we all know that I can be rude. Um, oh my goodness. But I yeah, know. I think that I, think I really are... have tried to hone that in some. Mm-hmm. Well, you're really sweet, Jamie, and oh, just don't make you upset. Like that goes right. for everybody. Like, why would anyone want to do that? Exactly. No, you're even nice when you're upset, though. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Maybe should we should ask. Husband. I was just gonna say, maybe we should ask your husband. <laughs> So is that your only love language, though, is acts of service? I like to receive, and um, I like it when my husband, I what I love about my husband, he loves to spend time with me. Like yeah, quality time. Yeah, quality time, even though I think I, I love that. I'm really bad at that. Um, You do that? You like that? I do like that. But quality I, time. Yeah, like if someone devotes that to me I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know I'm a devoter yeah I'm not I have too many things because my mind I'm like oh but I need to get up and do this yeah I've got to do this I've yeah do that and I can't focus <laughs> that's kind of interesting okay yeah. well you're helping me because really when you first got out of your marriage mm-hmm. your you know your past marriage mm-hmm. that you had your girls with you talked to me about love language then yeah. And I was like, I've never heard I of this. Right. And so even now, like moving forward and now in like what's gone on with me, I honestly like was like, I never in my life have thought about that. Yeah. And it's important to be able to share that with someone that you love. Right. Not just your friends and your your kids, but someone you love to be able is, to express that. Is communication part of a love language? Or um, no? I don't... Uh, words of affirmation, I guess so. Because I just feel like that actually, for me, this time is very important. Hmm. Um, being able to really communicate what is happening. I think you know, what I'm feeling or not feeling. That's good. You want them to be present. Yeah. to have a real conversation. Conversation. That's yeah. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, something else is what do you think about when we start becoming comfortable with ourselves? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it it leads us to knowing like what we want and need in all of our relationships, be it romantic or friends, 
family, whatever it is. It takes it to a whole nother level. It's interesting. Yeah, because I think I'm still kind of learning that part. Mm -hmm. So am I. Yeah. Um, But once you have that conversation, an open conversation with your friends. Yeah. Like, for example, this podcast, we've talked about this, where me and my husband actually have had really in-depth, deep conversation that we conversations that we probably would have never had if I wasn't doing this podcast and he wasn't listening to our it, conversations. It opened up a con- it opened up that way for you guys to exactly. speak. Exactly. And he saw like where I was coming from on certain things. Yes. He could better understand rather than just coming out of the moon. You know? Right. Like with uh, I love that. And yeah. I hope that for anyone listening to it can do that. You know, even if like they're, maybe they don't have a significant other or maybe they do, the significant other doesn't listen, but maybe it's able to give people like that thought like, okay, there's a couple different sides to this. You know, I never looked at it this way. Or even a relationship with your sister or your brother or your your cousin or, you know, maybe even your daughter. I was just going to say how you are with your kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You will see it from a a completely different perspective once you start having that conversation with, you know, with your friends or whoever. Yeah. Um, Something we were talking about before we started recording um, is really, it's, it's kind of a look back for me. So this time of year is just a little tough for me um, because this is kind of when the start of everything happened five years ago, Mm -hmm. started happening. Um, But like I was telling you, now when I look back, I'm not mourning the loss of a marriage or the loss of a husband, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's almost like I am looking not in a mirror anymore. It's a window and I'm looking at a completely different woman and I grieve for her mm-hmm. because I am comfortable enough, I think, now in who I'm becoming mm-hmm. that I now know that that woman did not know her worth. Mm-hmm. And that is so, so sad. It is sad, and I know when we talked about that, we were like both tearing up because I had asked you, can can you see yourself the same way? No. So you don't look back and... No. It's not, not like looking in person. a window? Oh, no, it is like looking in a window it for you It is like then. looking in a window, and I don't see... It's not me. I feel like it was yes, not me. Like it right. was a completely different... It was like a young, very... Um, almost innocent. Like, right. I was just going to say even like immature, not, yeah. not you per se. I'm talking about me. Immature, a woman that didn't know anything about right. past, like what her little circle was. Right. Like even how to walk through the emotions that were yeah. happening. We never had to. No. That. I mean, so that is really interesting kind of when we were talking about, you know, becoming comfortable with ourselves, Mm -hmm. it really has made it be now where the past me and the new me are two different people. Right. And then when we, 
and I, Jamie and I were talking about this earlier, and I said, what would we tell oh. that woman in the window? I know, that part is so... Oh my goodness, that made me cry. When I said it the first time, I'm I like, know. what she would I... She was like emotional. What would I have said? I would have said, wake up. I know. <laughs> Get up. And I would have, I would have done so many things differently. And I, I think the worst part about that whole thing, which I know we've talked about before, is I don't remember a lot of things that happened within that right, time frame. Me either. And we, my baby was only six months yeah. old when I left, and there was six months before that, and then probably years that I don't even remember. Right. Um. I wasn't drinking or doing drugs or no, anything crazy. I was just... Yeah, it's what it trauma, was trauma and grief does to you. And I can't remember those times and I, I can't get them back. Right. I can't get them back. And and I remember... I, I, well, I remember seeing Jamie going through it and I knew that was... Even though she was like dying inside and felt like she was dying outside, I wanted to save her from missing that time right because I knew what she was sacrificing even though she didn't know right so I was trying to help her get wake her up I was trying to like right get her out of that and I wanted I to save you from that more than anything Yesenia really did I mean well guys I gotta move sorry um Yesenia really did and a lot of the friends and family that love me so much I feel like really wanted to save me but I think you also know as well that sometimes Mm -hmm. people have to realize it for themselves and so that's what had to happen um and I know when we talked earlier I honestly so the last couple years of my 30s were not good mm-hmm. and that makes me sad um I feel like it aged me like you can't get that yeah time. and I wish I could like just take that woman's face in my hands mm-hmm. and let her know that she didn't deserve to sit in that no that, that it, anguish right and- because I really believed for a very long time I deserved everything. I know you did. You yeah, did. and you we were trying to convince everyone else. Yeah, about and it too. we talk about this. Um, Isenia <clears throat> said something tonight that I was like, "You're right." Um, I try to not take up too much space, mm-hmm. and she and, has different ways of expressing that. Yeah, and she didn't even realize, and I didn't even realize that until tonight. Yeah, it honestly, it kind of has just come about. Um, and so it kind of goes into, um, I mean, guys, it's going to be 2022. So I wanted us to also, Yesenia and I talk about kind of what our resolutions are and kind of go into that a little bit. So Yesenia, what are you wanting for yourself for 2022? 2022, I feel like resolutions, I don't want to call it like a resolution. It's almost like calling a diet, a diet. Right. I feel like I want to continue on my journey of doing things that I normally would have never done. Right. I'm too terrified to right. do, which is this podcast. Um, you know, doing things 
like adopting a cat that really needs help. I know. <laughs> really needs help. I'm trying to adopt a cat. Mr. T. Mr. T. He's got a little mohawk and he's got all kinds of issues, but I'm like trying to adopt him. I don't know if it's going to happen, but you know, I have a lot of things, a lot of challenges coming up. And yeah. so I want to definitely focus on things that bring me joy. Right. Because if things work out, my husband's going to be off. He's right. Gonna, he's not right, going to be here. Right. And so I'm going to have a lot more time to focus on the things that I really, truly love for right. myself. Right. And my husband's so amazing. He's really good at allowing me to do crazy things like DIYs and, right. and you know, with this cat thing and all kinds of weird things. Right. That normal husbands and this podcast, normal husbands maybe would not be okay with right um what about you jamie what what would you like to work on okay so i have come a long way but i really feel like i need to work on loving myself Mm. um especially knowing now that i literally am like can i just not take up a lot of space Mm. so that really has made me be like Something there has got to give. I need to love myself. Um, And I would like to stop living with so much fear and live with more faith. Um, Because I think what I really want is to be the version of myself Mm -hmm. that I want and that I deserve to be. And your kids deserve to have a few. Yeah, and... In my past, I have always been the version that everyone else needs me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to be what I deserve. Right. And I want to be it and become it. You know what? And in that area, in that space that yeah. you are going to take, yeah, you will be able to give your person yeah. so much more because right. you will be more whole right. within yourself. Right. And um, I know we talked about this a little bit ago, um, but I had told you we often fear most where we trust God the least. So for me, it's been like, I'm going to just end up being alone. These kids are going to grow up. And I'm like, I have nothing to offer. You have everything. But it is switching where I'm like, actually, we said it last week. I'm the prize here. <laughs> you know, so I'm That's trying right. to like really reframe it. But I had told you about the story in the Bible mm-hmm. of Jesus walking on the water and Peter and the other disciples being in the boat. And Peter's like, if it's you, Jesus, call me out to walk on the water. And he did. And Peter looking at Jesus was walking on the water and then he looked down and he started to sink because he didn't believe he like yeah he stopped like having faith that Jesus was right there in front of him so yeah it really reminded me that that's what I do like I'll get on fire where I'm like yes Mm -hmm. I I know who I am and I'm looking at Jesus and then something will happen and I look down. 
And then I start to drown. I mean, we've seen it in the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. Or you look back. Right. And I'm not going that way. No, you're not. So it's one of those things. That's kind of like my big resolutions, you know, is that those things need to happen. I agree. I think that that would be great. Yeah. So with your, how we were talking earlier when we were saying about being who we want to be. And I had told you like, I love to read. I love to write. Like I love doing this podcast in my former life. Those are not things I did. Like I didn't even read anymore. Um, and you, we know like you love doing like DIYs, but you didn't do that before. No, no. And you're so good at it. I love doing it. And I feel like if I would have been doing it this whole time, I would have been so much better at this age. Well, and it's funny because you said, you know, like, oh, I didn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But you have encouraged me the entire time. Do something you love. Do something you yes. love. Do something you love. Because it saved me. It, the, I didn't love working out, but it made me, it, it made me, it made me feel so good when I was working out. And I right. knew that that would help you. Yeah. Well, it's like we've talked recently, like I literally am down like 30 pounds That's and I thought it was going to make me feel great. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't. It doesn't. I'm like, well, this is still wrong. Well, are you walking? to the car and back like what why do you have to throw that out there right now I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it makes you feel good it that, releases endorphins that was really off the cuff. <laughs> it makes you feel good i'm telling you you would feel different if you were walking Maybe. not that i'm walking because Maybe if i wasn't freezing i'd be walking <laughs> but then that might lead to jogging because i'm freezing and we all know i'm not doing that Maybe you'll jog. You'll like go faster. Jeez. I probably have a heart attack out there. You'd see me like on your curb. You'd be like, what are you doing down there? <laughs> Thought I'd jog. Just a little bit. I know. And your curbs around here are crazy. I know, Literally, I could like break an ankle. <laughs> We're going to have to be careful. I know, right? They're not like normal curbs. They're like a curve. Right. <laughs> yes, curb. I know. Because half the time when I come here, I'm like, sorry, I'm parked up on your sidewalk. <laughs> People are probably like, here comes her crazy friend again. (laughs) It's okay. I know. Yeah. Yesenia and I decided that what we're going to start doing Mm -hmm. is before we record, we're going to walk first. Yeah. So we always have like a pre-session, like kind of like Oprah. Right. We kind of have a pre-session every single time, even though we work together at work every single day. Yeah, we don't really talk. Yeah, we don't get to discuss there like we we would like to. No. So we talk before we talk. And I'm like, I wish we would have just recorded that whole thing because it's so off the cuff. And right. Just so much information. We realize so many things when we're talking. Right. And then we start recording. So. Yeah. 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 So we try to do that beforehand. So we kind of are like, okay, this is why I'm thinking this. This is where mm-hmm. I'm going with this. Maybe when we're walking, we should be recording. Yes. We just have to make sure we're not all. I know. I'll be like, I can't breathe right now. Hold on. <laughs> falling off the Jeez. curves. Yeah. Right. Then I'll be falling <laughs> off your curb. Like we'll be hobbling back here to record. Jeez. Yeah, that's rough. 
that is rough. But we want you guys to uh, sit there and uh, think about what things you would like to change or work on or continue to get better. Yeah. You know, another thing we wanted to bring up was it's about mindset. Right. I was just going to talk about that. Yes. Remember, I think it might have been yesterday. I was telling you about the cab light. Like, oh, yes. So that is really a mindset. Mm-hmm. So we were discussing, because I don't, well, I take notes all the time. I think you have started taking notes all the time, too. Mm-hmm. I, I always, like, have these scratch pieces of paper at my desk, and I will be working, but I will take a note. <laughs> like, I will take a note. Like, ooh, that's a good thought. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to forget, or yeah. especially if I'm listening to sermons, I want to make sure it's stuff that I'm going to actually remember because mm-hmm. that stuff is important. Yes. The stuff that comes straight from the Bible, you need to listen to. Um, but there was this thing I was listening to yesterday, and it was talking about a cab light, like talking about a light inside of a car. And that is the signs that we give off. Like when people meet us or our friends or when we're dating or in our marriage. Um, And it needs to not be broken. So when it is, when it's dimmed or broken, Mm -hmm. that's when we attract the wrong people. Which, hmm, lesson? Yeah. Yeah. So um, you have to heal the hurts for that light to shine the way that it was meant to, Mm -hmm. and then you attract the people in your life that were meant for you. That's beautiful. Isn't that awesome? So it's really like you have to fight the ways that hide your light. So some of that is settling Mm. for being like, well, I'm going to just be okay with this because this might be the best that I can do. No, we don't um, do that. It's running. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm just going to keep going because then I won't feel that hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. We're trying to fill, fill a void, to be honest with you. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. that's part of it too. Fill the hurt you don't want to do. And you, you're trying to fill that, that void of whatever's lacking in you you're trying to find it in somebody else right like recreating in someone else Mm -hmm. maybe what you're grieving yes Yes. you know because that it's never gonna work I mean people can make that work for years and years and years but it doesn't fulfill you though no and you're it doesn't fulfill you like we're talking about like right what we are talking about will actually fulfill you doing things for yourself and learning yes. what you love yeah. will fulfill you. No one else, you. Yeah. And Jamie can't do DIYs like I do At DIYs all. and get what I get out of it. No, I cuss. And I can't do reading like she does. I'm a listener. I like to listen. But she will read something and it will really resonate with her. And right. so just because... That's why it's so important to spend that time on yourself, with yourself, and to get to know yourself and Mm -hmm. exercise that muscle. Exercise that muscle. Figure out who you are, what you like, and flex it. Flex that muscle. Yeah. And that is what we're talking about because otherwise you'll start to try to fill those spots. With stuff that's really not going to do it. And something my counselor told me that I was like, okay, 
she's like, you might feel uncomfortable for a while. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you might be thinking like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this because I'm feeling like not good. Mm-hmm. That's part of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that's really important, like these are things that dim your, your that light. light, is holding on to anger, like past mm-hmm. anger. Yeah. Um, holding on to an ex. Mm-hmm. Um, like you have to free yourself of those past entanglements. I don't care what it is, friendship, relationship, something in your family. You have to get yourself past it. Freed. Yeah. Um, and you can choose not to go down the rabbit hole, which is really hard. Because I was like, like you're I was like spiraling for weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't. You need to not shame yourself, which I'm really good at doing that. Um, and you need to remind yourself, I'm not her now. I'm not mm-hmm. her. There's a lesson and a reason here. Like I, I'm okay. Um, and when you start to do those things, your light just gets like brighter and brighter to the point where things can't dim it anymore. Right. Nothing can dim your own light. Right. And one thing that I've learned where maybe my light in some areas has been dimmed, but for me personally, like friendships, Mm -hmm. Those are amazing. I have better girlfriends and friendships with even past friends mm-hmm. today than ever in my life. Right. Me too. Um, and that is sent from God himself. Right. He gave us friends. Mm-hmm. And so that I'm like my light like it's all about it it's i am all about helping another woman Mm -hmm. find her worth like Mm -hmm. let's do it um and we have to like um allow our feelings too so that the yucky ones yeah that's kind of where it really kind of sucks where you're like i'll just let that light be dim Mm -hmm. but you're never gonna get that fulfillment that you're talking about nope unless you put in the work yeah and that goes in i feel like there's a a light a a light in different aspects like you're saying yes in friendships yep and yourself your relationships with yourself yep with your family with your kids with your husband yeah with your work there's all kinds of different lights so you gotta work on them yeah you have to work on them you have to put in the work and growing up i'm like that just it is what it is you know we are friends I'm married. These are my kids. What work needs to be done? You and other than I, the dishes. Right. You and I used to say this all the time. Yeah. This is one thing I swear both of us said. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm glad we work together because we're friends. Because outside of work, we like, wouldn't have time. I don't, I just want to be with my husband. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all about that. Like, we did not cultivate friendships no. whatsoever. No. And God put us together i know he did he this was this certainly this, was a god ordained thing because we wouldn't i mean i wouldn't have outside of work had the time right or made the time i should say because really it's making the time yes to work on our my friendships right and 
God put this together. He had to have known. And he had to have known we were going to need each other. Yes. And something else I think is really cool, something about our work that I love, is that is a Jesus-loving place. Mm -hmm. Um, And it always has been. Long before I was saved, long Mm -hmm. before you had a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember the first time I had to put the nativity scene together. (laughs) And I was like... um, for Christmas. Yeah, I was like, Bob, I don't I don't know. Oh I don't goodness. even know where baby Jesus goes. Baby and Jesus he has not to this top of the day manger. he makes fun of me. <laughs> don't you worry, I have it down pat now. <laughs> but sure my point is that was all God ordained. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let any of us Mm-mm. be astray. No. He will draw us in with the people that we surround ourselves with. Right. So be that for someone else. Yes. And that's kind of like get yourself right so you right. can help others. Learn your love language. Yes. Clearly I need to learn mine. <laughs> um but that leads into I'm talking about even for friendships. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Make some resolutions for this next year. Not like, oh, I'm going to go on a diet. Because we all know yeah. that lasts about 32 <laughs> seconds. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. do something deeper. Like, right. let's go a little bit deeper. Right. And, like, really see. So some stuff I wrote down was digging deep to reveal what my hurt is. Mm-hmm. I don't really like it, but... The deeper I go, the more I'm like, oh. This is like the rabbit hole from Alice in Wonderland. Right, but it's going to lead to a good place. Yes, it is. Right? Um, And then another one was, um, like, what is my conflict with me? Because sometimes I'm my own, like, worst Worst enemy. enemy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, and like the other day when you and I were talking and you're like, I'm just frustrated with myself and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, I will come over there and (laughs) smack you, you know, like, but we're that for each other. Right. You know, I was like, you need to get together, sister, (laughs) you know, um, but it's also learning ladies and even guys, if any guys are listening, are you lost in who you were mm. instead of like, look at who you are now. So that's something my counselor has to point out to me. She's like, you're over here annoyed with yourself because you're like, but I did this and this. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm over here going, I am so proud because she noticed that this, she did this that. and this. Exactly. So, that's one thing I think is a great resolution for people. Mm-hmm. Stop focusing on who you were over there mm-hmm. and be proud of who you are today. Right. Um, and then figure out like what you're fighting inside. Yes. You know, because it really leads to something. Are there insecurities? Yeah. Are, yeah. Like Jamie, we were, she was saying she takes up too much space and she just realized she feels that way. And I yeah. didn't even put that together until our conversation before this podcast Mm -hmm. that she says she's sorry a lot. I do. I'm a big, like I apologize all the time. And that's a form of her. Or I'll say, I don't know why I feel this way. Which is another way of saying apologizing and I'm too much. Yeah. Which girl, take up all the damn space. See, (laughs) take it all. 
Right. You know, There's I, enough room for all of us. Yeah. Like, we don't need to be so minimal, yes. you know, that we're nothing. God doesn't want you to, to be in your little no. box. No. And that's, you know, I, I think I actually even said this to you the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, you, maybe there are things you're unhappy with about yourself. So mm-hmm. that's fine. Work on them. Mm-hmm. But also at the end of the day, no. That God loves you just the way you are right now. The way you are today, the way you look, the way you act. He loves you. So that's something to think about. Um, And just kind of to put another perspective on things is this. You can't cut a butterfly out uh, out of a cocoon or it will never fly. It needs the struggle to become strong enough to fly. So we all have our struggles and God really is using those things. It could be anything. It could be someone with addiction. It could be someone whose marriage has fallen apart or like myself rebuilding after a divorce, feeling like there's never going to be a tomorrow. A tomorrow. Um, without that struggle, we would never get strong enough to fly. And he knows that. And he's going to have little helpers. That's right. And he has them, yep, all around us. Like sometimes people we never even expected to be the ones. Yeah. So. It's amazing. It's an amazing world. It is. And we hope that you guys have a happy new year. Happy new year. If you know someone that would enjoy our podcast, please send them a link to your favorite episode and invite them into our tribe. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, From the Ashes with Jamie and Yesenia. Thanks for listening.